Hey everyone, welcome to Late to the Show. This is a podcast where we watch shows and movies we should have seen a long time ago. This is a very uh, interesting change from our normal routine though, because we're listening to an album today, an album we should have heard a long time ago. And we also have two guests with us. Um, we have Josiah and Sam from the Blink-155 podcast. How are you guys doing? What's up? <laughs> Yo, hey, thanks for having us on. Dude, <laughs> like, no so problem. <laughs> <laughs> what That's... if whenever we did guest spots, we like revealed our ultimate douche Right, there were just a couple of chads. <laughs> Some bros, yeah, check out our pod. <laughs> we, we actually did just do another podcast where within the first 30 seconds, Josiah was plugging the Blink-155 <laughs> Patreon. Oh, really? up on other people's goes to be like this is is not 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 far enough removed from reality for my liking and the beauty is in a meta way you just plugged our patreon as well <laughs> oh <laughs> <That's> damn <great. laughs> hell yeah man that's it you set it up knock them down what well, thank you for having us yeah absolutely you. you guys uh do a blink 182 podcast and um today we listen to enema of the state very famous and popular blink 182 album and i'm really excited to talk about it but um, there's someone who should be here and <laughs> needs to talk about it with us. Hey, Michael. You're late. I know, and I'm so sorry, but it's okay because I have a good excuse. What's your excuse then? Well, remember when you texted me and asked me to pick up your Blink-182 <laughs> shirt from the dry cleaners? I, not really, no. <laughs> well, I went to the dry cleaners to pick it up, but they didn't have it. Okay, like the interesting thing is I'm already wearing it. I think so, we just I mean, had like a miscommunication there then. Wait, did you, what did you pick up then? Did you, did you pick up anything? I didn't pick up anything, no. Okay, because I don't remember texting you to tell you to pick up the shirt. I've never had a graphic t-shirt dry clean before. Um, <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. I'm That's here a classic now. thing uh, that we do as well as do very, we do visual gags on the podcast, which is an audio medium. Yeah. <laughs> Our listeners love that. They tell us, they're like, please do more of that. And, you know, who are we to say no? Um, so I guess we should jump right into this, right? Yeah, sure. Maybe, uh, do you guys want to tell us a little about your experience with this album? I'm sure you've listened to it like countless times. I'm so I'm so excited to hear about your experience if you just listened to it today. But um, yeah, the, our first episode of our podcast was about the opening song of this album because it feels like it feels like this album is really the blueprint that explains the entire band because it's a little bit punk, but it's a little bit pop, and it's kind of a bit of a sellout album, but it's also still like sounds aggressive and energetic. So um, yeah, I think this is a perfect. I don't know if you guys have heard their other albums before, but this is a great first one i think yeah i'm very interested to hear what you have to say about it because as josiah and i have discussed a lot on our podcast i think we both have very a very different relationship with this album like to me this was the sellout album that i thought like sounded like too slick and totally <laughs> sucked and like i hated it and now now it's actually like relatively raw as things go and we talk a lot about this on on our podcast like we're compared to I think you guys quite old and jaded and <laughs> so it's always interesting to us to know that there are people who are like still discovering these bands with completely different context like just before we started recording we were talking about where you guys are from which is Louisville thank you <laughs> <laughs> it sounds offensive when you say it like that yeah. <laughs> it's like a slur when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like oh sick I, like, I love the Coliseum and Young Widows and National Acrobat and all, all the Louisville post hardcore yeah. and you guys laughed and were like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like, all right like uh, pop culture gets experienced and, and punk culture gets experienced in very different ways depending on like the literally the year you were born like my wife and i have very different experiences around blink and we're two years apart so um yeah enema is a weird album for us that we've talked about a lot and i'm very excited to hear you guys talk about it i'm excited to talk about it yeah, especially now I that guess. i've had that kind of intro like oh yeah, my opinion carries so much weight <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you guys really matter to us so. oh, wow <laughs> Do you have a lot of experience with uh, Olivia? Do you have oh, a lot oh, okay. of experience with like Blink One Eighty Two? I no. have a little bit. I have basically none. Well, some, but only their popular songs. Really, I'm yeah. sorry, guys. <laughs> they hate me for that. 
Um, no, we you are free. Um, yeah, that's, like we are we are envious of. Uh, of it's your... not cool to have deep opinions about Blink One Eighty Two. Like, imagine being like I'm turning thirty four in a couple of weeks, and I have to talk. Like, if if, <laughs> if someone's like, "Hey, I heard you have a podcast in a group," you have to be like, "Yeah, it's um, it's about Blink One Eighty Two. So imagine saying that as like a thirty four year old. Um, you should not be embarrassed that you're only familiar with the hits. <laughs> okay. There yeah, we that's go. cool. Um, I think I heard all the small things for the first time in my junior year of high school, so probably like 2011, which is very late to the show. Um. And um, <laughs> title track, <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> you got to do a little audio drop at that. Point. Oh, oh, I forgot to test the sound late effect. To the show. Oh, no. oh, check this out. Hold on. Oh wait, guys, okay. guys, guys, hold on, hold on guys. guys, guys, guys. <laughs> okay, late, late to the show. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yes. I'm expecting a lot more of those. Like now that you've revealed the Avacyn word, I fully expect you to be flexing that constantly. Yeah, I just yeah. forgot I had it on up on my phone here. But yeah, I'll be using them. I use it whenever there's like a little dead air. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're supposed to be laughing now, so I'll be like, <laughs> we we just love to like let that dead air just sit there. So I respect you for putting that. <laughs> yeah, you clearly care about your listeners more than we do. Well, I'm noticing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're the only one of us that's using video right now. Uh, I can oh. only see it. you've got a pop screen or something is in front of your mic. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was, Michael, <laughs> calm down. That was. This is the pop filter. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's high yeah. end. <laughs> Are oh. you in like a some sort of conference room or something? Also, yeah. you, have a <laughs> you have a whiteboard just for your podcast. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Uh, um, we broke into a local college, yeah. and we record here. <laughs> I graduated from here two years ago. I just kind of come back every week they and record a podcast. They don't care. They love to have us, I'm sure. <laughs> we get walked in on a lot, and yeah. it's like, so like we're always very scared that someone's just going to walk into the classroom. And they always ask us to leave. If we get walked in on, yeah. they're like, uh, can you guys get out of here? <laughs> um. It's a Sunday though. So. It's a Sunday, so there's no school. There's no school. It's a fun. But is there like a, is, what is there? Is there like a hip church that meets in the college? <laughs> <laughs> if you Hopefully think the not. Catholic Church is hip, then yeah, <laughs> we are at the Catholic College, Premier Catholic College of Louisville. Oh, yeah. well, there you oh go. guys, what is hipper than eternal salvation? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this That's album. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah. Segway. Well, okay. Before you keep going, I want to know, like, what kind of music did you guys grow up being into? Like, are you like into punk music or rap or uh, Kletzmer or what? Olivia first. first. Okay, so um, my dad doesn't listen to music, but my mom really liked country music, so that's what I grew up listening to mostly. And then when I got into high school, I got really into like pop and pop rock and stuff like that, and like I guess rock, but not. Uh, super mainstream <laughs> stuff, I guess. Because yeah. I've always been kind of a hipster. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, like what? Let's, let's, um, let's flex that muscle. Drop some no, names on No, I don't us. want to now. <laughs> I'm self-conscious. <laughs> um, but yeah, right now I usually just... I've been listening to a lot of podcasts instead of music. So kind of falling off the music train. Fair. Um, I think I started the same way, kind of. My dad listens to country a lot, so I grew up with that. I think my first album was a Toby Keith Greatest Hits compilation. Oh, dope. Sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, um, but then I migrated into ska, unfortunately. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> and, uh, but then I kind of moved on into generic punk rock. Like I was a Warped Tour kid. Now it's kind of just very broad. A lot of indie music, a lot of... Not not so much pop, but kind of indie. So rock. you were you were a Warped Tour kid, but you never experienced Blink. No, um, I went to Riot Fest this year, and they were on the lineup for a while. But then uh, something happened, right? There was a car accident, and they got taken off the lineup. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So what was your Warped Tour bands? My Warped Tour bands. Uh, Newfound Glory was a big one. Yellow Sick. Card. Um, oh, the backflips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Real Big Fish. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These are all bands we talk about more than Blink-182 really? on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this is great. We, I'm going to have a lot. <laughs> hey, can I ask a quick question? Yeah, sure. No. Are you guys actually, you're recording us, right? Yes, we are. Okay, good. Because I just wanted to double check it. I remember <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Email, but I'm like, what if we oh, had to be doing be something so more? Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. 
I should have saved that for the end. Be like, you recorded that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> but yeah, so despite being into Warp Tour, because I think of Newfound Glory and Blink as being part of similar cohorts, maybe, but I guess they're really not. So you were into Newfound Glory, but like totally kind of unfamiliar with Blink. Um, yeah, I wasn't like extremely unfamiliar with Blink, but I kind of just knew like their biggest hits. I didn't really dive into their albums that much. I don't really know why, but um. But what, was your perception of them like that they were sellouts, or you just didn't you just missed it, or like did you think they were bad or something? Um, I think I was aware that a lot of people maybe thought they were sellouts, but I still thought they were cool. You know, like I liked all the small things. I liked what's my age again. I would I was like I want to see these guys play live. I don't know if they're any good live. I mean, especially now that Tom's out of the band, but. Yeah, I was excited for Riot Fest, like just seeing them on the lineup, because like, it would be a nice thing to see, you know, Blink-182 after all these years. <laughs> you want to so see them old. before they die. It's like making <laughs> right. sure you see like, Bob Dylan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. which is probably going to be soon because they're so old. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, they're knocking on Heaven's door. <laughs> Classic so, Avril Lavigne song, knocking on Heaven's door. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with, the, with those backgrounds in mind then, like, what did you guys think when you listened to this album? Oh, it ruled. It was, I loved this album. It's good. I was I thought I was going to be bored because I get bored super easily. I was like, I can't listen to an album all the way through. I'm going to be so bored. I hate to do that. But it was really good. <laughs> yeah, like I've heard a few songs from the other albums, and I just can't see myself liking one of the other ones as much as this one, I don't think. Like, yeah. Don't look at me like that. I, I mean, that's they can't correct sell. opinion. They don't, no one knows how I looked at you. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's like... Does it sound dated to you guys? Like, yeah. What does the production it, sound like to you? It doesn't it, sound that dated to me. It sounds old to me. It feels... I think like you were saying, it feels raw now. Because I listened... I did listen to their California album, and I didn't really oh, like yeah. it that much. It felt like so overly produced. And this one just... It's like what I think of when I think of Blink-182, like how I want them to sound. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like, it, it's definitely, I think for a lot of people, the era that they are kind of always fro frozen in amber as the Enema era, right? Even yeah. though you get like, I miss you and feeling this and other like big hits later. I think like, like for you guys, was there any bigger song than All the Small Things? Um, um, not bigger, no. I, I mean, think I so. I think I liked other songs better, but yeah. that was always the one that's like, if you're going to play a Blink-182 song at a party or something, you're going to play all the small things. Yeah, I think that's the first song I heard by them. Yeah. So did you just listen to it once all the way through? or? or <laughs> <laughs> I've listened two and a half times, I think. Really? I only yeah. listened once. I feel so <laughs> inadequate. <laughs> that's great. I, I really respect your uh, short attention span. That's <laughs> I'm exactly like that. Yeah, I've got like a goldfish brain, really. Just yeah. <laughs> if I listened to it again, I would not remember any of it, probably. <laughs> it sounds completely new. Um, I guess we should get into it. Um, yeah, sure. What, Olivia? Do you want to go in order? The, or, like, of uh, the tracks? I don't know. I, I, mean, I mean, we could. That would be. You're looking at me like that. <laughs> I, I'm looking at you like I want us to go in order. <laughs> no, you're looking at me like you don't want to. Um, pull up the track list, please. Okay. Number one was Dumpweed. Okay. I already had the track list up. I was <laughs> <laughs> anticipating. Okay, here's the thing about Dumpweed. I loved this one. And I loved how this one started off the album because you've got the big cymbal crash hit. You've got the big guitar sound. It's like, oh, this is a punk album and I'm ready to, you know, bang my head or whatever. Yeah, it was intense. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't like that they said I need a girl that I can train, but I was. You didn't like that. No, and here's the thing: that wasn't even the tip of the iceberg for them <laughs> for the, uh, the rest of the album. So it's actually fine now, probably. <laughs> We've had a lot of mixed reactions to that because some people are like, "Oh yeah, he's just being ironic," but I think that it's kind of a sketchy line. Yeah, it yeah. seemed sketchy to me, I, and it does kind of seem like, "Oh, maybe he's doing like a bit, like it's a little joke," but I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a joke. It feels like that's his whole aesthetic, kind of. Or at least, like, the band's aesthetic is, like, kind of a douchey college guy. Yeah, they are know? douchey college guys in this album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially this album, for sure. Did you guys have, like, did you just listen on Apple Music, or did you have, like, the booklet or anything? Uh, uh, no booklet. Spotify.com. Spotify. Yeah. Oh, Slash man. Blink. Slash <laughs> <laughs> 
Never heard of that. <laughs> Good plug. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a reason why like, we started our podcast with this song. Is I think like we kind of feel like it's like this is like the thesis statement of the band moving forward, and especially like you know this was their first album with Travis Barker on drums. Who for for you uh, kids is like the only drummer of Blink, but you know there's a very important man before him named Scott Rayner who gets precious little respect out of our podcast. And so <laughs> this is also the first time you have this like phenom of a drummer, just like flexing all over a song. Um, but the misogyny really brings it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a little. Yeah. Have you guys heard the song? Damn it before at least. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I okay. Have. That's the old drummer. That's like, okay, to yeah. me, that's like the real perfect blink era, but that's neither here nor there. Cause we're talking about anima. Yeah, yeah, keep your eyes would, on the prize here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it would be interesting to go back and like see how different uh, those previous albums are, you know, because like Enema is just so much in my mind as this is what Blink sounds like. I mean, it almost seems like it would be a good opportunity for someone to do a podcast about every Blink-182 song. Someone should get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be brave enough, though? <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, here's the thing. This is why I think I like Dumpweed more than Olivia. When I listen to a song, I don't really listen to the lyrics at all. I'm just kind of listening to the music. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. Yeah, And, and on I'm the, the exact opposite. Yeah. When I listened to it the second time, I was like, okay, this time I'm going to listen to the lyrics. And I'm like, got to listen to the lyrics. And then five minutes and I'm like, Oh, that's a good riff. I like that. I'm just listening to the music again. So I haven't really caught any of these lyrics to this whole album. <laughs> really? I was, I was like reading the lyrics as I was listening just to oh, stay really? focused. Yeah. And I, the, the Kill Bill sirens are going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting thing for us because I think like we've tried to have people on our podcast um, and, and sort of dissect a lot of these songs sort of through like a, a proper sort of contemporary lens. And it's just like shit like this does not age well. And it's interesting yeah. talking to people who fell in love with this band at the time. And now you look back on it and you're like, I love this song, but like, what is it saying? And it's, um, yeah. But and I always, I always think, I always think like, uh, even if they were being ironic, that didn't translate to the 12 year olds that were listening who just heard it and were like, Oh yeah, that's how you should think about girls. Yeah. 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 Do you want to do the next one? Are you done? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. The next one was Don't Leave Me. Don't Leave Me. <clears throat> oh, what a song. <laughs> We're going to do entire episodes of our podcast again if you don't stop us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quickly. <laughs> it was really good. It was good. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what my opinion is. I know it's a good song, but also it's like, I feel like I could maybe do without it. You think on, so? On this, yeah, maybe. Oh, I thought it was like sentimental. And it was, like, important. I don't know. Because you start off with Dumpweed and you make me mad. And then <laughs> I was like, wait, maybe they're not so bad. Like, they're nice, yeah. kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. But also, I don't know. It just felt a little forgettable to me. Oh, okay. I think it yeah. was written in about five minutes, they said. Like, it was oh, five or ten good minutes. Good job, it just guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, th I think I can see why you would say it's kind of forgettable. But I personally really like it. I think it... I think that back then they used to do what they call first thought, best thought, and it would work really well. They would just like shit out an idea and, and it was a good idea. But now mm -hmm. they're still trying to do that again. And all of their ideas are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like this is, you know, a band that's like very much defined by having these kind of two distinct songwriters. And so I kind of always like this album opens up in a way where you get this like Tom song, which is like the sort of snotty, fast, you get the hammer on riff, and then you come into this song, which is like this really kind of like perfect execution of a Mark song. And it's just like a really kind of like simple, but like straightforward pop song. Yeah, and that is one thing I like a lot is just the dynamic of having two vocalists for this band, you know? Yeah, it really works. Because I don't know if I could really handle an entire album that's just Tom singing. <laughs> You know, or maybe so, even just mm -hmm. Mark singing. I think that's why maybe I didn't like California that much is because uh, Matt Skiba and uh, Mark Hoppus just have such like a similar kind of range yeah. to their voice. These two voices yeah. go together really well. Mark and Tom are perfect, salty and sweet balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get like very upset as we sort of talk about this. But yeah, I mean, that's like a perfect balance <laughs> that kind of exists in this band. And at various points, it seems like they've sort of grounded the other one a little more. Or maybe it's always just Tom being grounded. But 
um, I think you you get that you get that really well throughout this album. Yeah, and <laughs> wait, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're in charge. You looked of the at me like list. I was supposed to say something. Well, I just wanted you to segue to the next. Song. Oh, okay, segue. I got the timer out as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The next one was Aliens Exist. Um, <laughs> weird, right? I was in a Craigslist band like in 2015, and the drummer. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, explain that just a brief. Well, I mean, I just went on Craigslist. So I was like looking for bandmates, and then I found a couple. We used. Does to... that actually work? None of them murdered you. No, they didn't. They, <laughs> they were came all... to his house and everything. Yeah, they came to my house multiple times. We just played in the basement. We didn't really do anything. Um, but wow. the drummer, he loved Blink-182, and I think Aliens Exist was his favorite song. He always wanted to play it. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's all right. I, Tom's voice is very, um, it's, it, it's kind of hard to deal with on this song, I think. He really likes aliens. He really likes I, aliens. I just like when people are passionate about things, and I'm just happy that Tom likes <laughs> aliens this much. Are you aware of how much he likes aliens, like now? He's like becoming like the Elon Musk of alien research, basically. He like started an alien company. <laughs> <laughs> what is the business model for an alien company? I think no, that's basically sense. it. Like he, uh, he has a company uh, called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences, okay. where he is funding research to uh, send human beings through both space and time. <laughs> And in addition to these noble scientific pursuits, uh, To the Stars also seeks to animate the imagination of its audience through um, a multimedia strategy around inspirational stories of uh, science and exploration. So Tom himself has written several books, but they've also published books by other authors, uh, and they are looking to adapt some of these uh, some of these books into uh, exciting feature films, TV series, uh, and other uh, types of entertainment media. Ooh! Wow! But then that media will then fund the actual research. Like yeah, it's all so kind of a it's big all in service. <laughs> wow! Yeah. I do kind of like that. Me that too. just being so devoted to just an idea. And you know, there's but like But it kind of it started with this song which even when I first heard this as a teen, I thought it was a joke song. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a take me to your dealer t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny like this was the first sign like now Tom being kind of an alien freak is this established part of his persona. Um this was like the first sign that anything was off. And it's kind of like, we actually haven't done this on the pod yet because I think it's going to take us like a lot of time to dig into it and properly unpack it because yeah. this is essentially like the thesis statement for the rest of Tom's life and what eventually like led him out of this band. And it's so funny to listen to it and be like, ah, oh, it's funny. The guy like is a pop punk song about aliens. It's like, no, no, no. So much more. <laughs> Segway. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the best segue you can ever make is just, just shouting segue. Like, <laughs> yeah. I cannot think of a better one. Classic move. Um, going away to college. Okay. I love this uh, it's one. It's so good. I love this I one. love it. See, this I don't one even is, know what else to say. I mean, you said Don't Leave Me was a sweet one. I feel like this is a very sweet one. Well, this one. is much sweeter. It's much I, sweeter, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's really good. Um, it made me kind of sad. Yeah. This is one that I think people, including I've heard Sam say, and I think I used to say this too, is like um, critics of it would be like, oh, well, you were way too old to write the song when you wrote it. Like, it sounds like you're trying to pretend you're young, but you're not anymore. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I really do love it too. I feel like it does come from a genuine place in a weird way. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, like, I think something that we've struggled with, and again, this is a song that we haven't done yet, is like. This was the first time for me that I felt like the band was like really trying to like still write a song for the kids when they were like t way too old. And I just find like it, I love this song, but it makes me cringe so much to think <laughs> of a 30 year old writing it and, and recording it yeah. and then continuing to have to perform it live <laughs> that like I can't enjoy it without constantly offering up all these caveats. Wow. <laughs> there went our sweet song. Yeah. Okay, the song has been ruined now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, but the fact that you guys like it makes me feel like, okay, maybe I'm just cynical as a way of protecting my own, um, you know, uh, fragile heart <laughs> yeah because you wish that you could go away to college again and experience exactly. that range of emotions I'm, i miss college wow. 
Okay, I like the song again. Yeah, me too. I actually think it's my favorite one on the album. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, I'll, really? I'll pick a new one. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it can be your favorite. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's no appeal. Um, what's My Age Again? Here we go. What's My Age Again is a song that is famous, and I knew it <laughs> before. <laughs> Good commentary. <laughs> Thank you. What's the next <laughs> um, When you listen to it on Spotify, and it has the... Um, what is it? Is it genius lyrics that come yeah, up? Yeah, I think it is. Um, it's like, Mark Hopp is, uh, is a known sufferer of Peter Pan syndrome or something, where he just acts like a kid all the time. And that pissed me off <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's okay to be that way, I guess. But like, <laughs> don't put like a name to it. I hate that. I really hate oh, yeah. that. Don't label song, me. Yeah. <laughs> I think the song was originally called that something to do with the Peter Pan... Oh really? Said. Oh yeah. nice. And there's yeah. like fan, there's um Blink One Eighty Two like cover bands called the Peter Pan Experience or some shit. Uh. <laughs> it's really, it is really cheesy. We've also noticed over the years that that Disneyland is very pop punk. Wait, really? Like, yeah, wow. there's like a big crossover between pop punk guys and Disneyland. It's so weird. It's <laughs> the most woke thing I've ever heard. <laughs> But yeah, like this song, it's funny. Like, I feel like since we started doing uh, our podcast, like I've found a lot of times like I'll go out and like my friend who is DJing will like put on a Blink song to like punish me in some way. (laughs) And it's always all the small things, which is we'll get to Mm -hmm. my opinion about that. But this is a song that I actually still like hearing, like despite the sort of endless repetition of it in popular culture. Like I think it's a and the homophobia and the the kind of like misogyny mm-hmm. like i still love it so i'm just uh, constantly um go ahead and edit that quote that quote so that he's just saying that he loves the homophobia and misogyny. we're just <laughs> releasing please. an exclusive clip on twitter yeah i love the homophobia <laughs> and the racism of this song <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah, it's a really catchy song though it's I really very like catchy it. yeah that's what we like. Yeah, we like catchy. <laughs> Just repeat yourself over and over. I'm into it. Be as misogynistic <laughs> totally. as you want, but if you're catchy about it, it's all right. It's you okay. can get away with a lot. <laughs> we excuse it. <laughs> um, dysentery Gary. Dysentery Gary. All right. I don't know if I like it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think this is the biggest sleeper on the album. I really, really? like this song. Yeah. Um, didn't listen to the lyrics. I heard diarrhea once and I feel like the lyrics, uh, don't have that much merit based on that, but I thought it was really catchy and, uh, you know, I was just listening, you know, I'm like jamming out. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. Why don't people play this song ever? I don't think I would ever play it. Really? Yeah. I think I'm one of those people. I don't know. It was okay. I don't really have a strong opinion about it. This is one, um, uh, this was like a very important, I think, episode for us when we did this song because uh, <laughs> you're gonna it, give it away. Well, I mean, listen, uh, <laughs> you know what? I think if if you want to hear uh, a grown man describe, uh, I mean, easily one of the most graphic, um, you know, but also sort of sweet um, and. And the kind of story that'll that'll stay with you, like a, like a story like that. Um, if you want that, you should listen to the Blink One Fifty Five episode about dysentery Gary, um, <laughs> which contains this, uh, a story about uh, Josiah's long johns. And, and I'll simply yeah. leave it at that. We'll leave it at that, and that's really it. Is much more disturbing than he made it sound. Like, <laughs> I think I think this song is important because the other ones don't full like what's my age again kind of does but it doesn't fully show that this is music for class clowns you know what i mean it's yeah. like for like it's for like it's like a beavis and butthead type song yeah it That's is true yeah. I, I, wow I, we should have been class clowns then we would be cool <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah i think this song is just like again at, on this record you kind of feel them moving away from the kind of like sick skate punk vibes that defined them maybe like even more when like people like Josiah and I were getting into this band. And this is also this sort of like this thing you can grab onto as like, okay, this is the band that I love. Remember in the middle of all the small things and what's my age again. Mm-hmm. My opinion can be so easily swayed. Me too. Yeah, Every time I you feel guys like say I don't smart like the things, song I'm like, wow. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> well, every single episode of our show, we start off saying that we think a song is cheesy. And then three hours later, we're like, I love this song. I would <laughs> die for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's just what happens after you like spend three hours with anything. Literally just <laughs> yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Great song. Oh, yeah. Um, Adam's song. Um, I remember when I was in high school, we were having auditions for like our spring musical. <laughs> and I was up in the, the tech booth like controlling the mics and this guy got up there for his audition and he chose to sing Adam's song <laughs> as his audition and I never heard the song I never really I wasn't familiar with Blink-182 but I was like like holy shit this guy is so sad like he is like I was so worried for him for the rest of the show like he would be happy and I'm like I know like you're a sad person that song like you don't just sing that at an audition if you're not sad <laughs> yeah I think I avoided it for so long just because it was so sad like the part about um, like you'll never come in my room again and like tell mom it's not her fault. I was yeah. like, ah, I hate it's that. Sad. That's not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when songs make me feel emotions. Dude, I want songs about dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that back. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny that this one came right after that one, though. Like yeah, such a was... profound kind of song right yeah. after Dysentery Gary. They're so yeah, diverse. They're... Really a band that, like, tried to have it all. Like, they want to be, like, you know, uh, able to connect with you seriously about suicide and then also talk to you about shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's, like, the teen experience. Like, they totally. did tap into, like, it's, like, I know they're, like, what, 30 at this point, but yeah. they seem hormonal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, like, so horny and so sad. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a good point. That is a good point. I think they really captured like just being a teenager with this whole album. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So. yeah. Wow. Segway. Segway. I mean, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> All the small things. This is we know this one. We know this one. It's it's good. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. You like it? Uh, I feel like I liked it more before I heard like the rest or more of their songs. You know. I like the na-na-na part. Everyone does. Everyone loves it. Yeah, I love a good na-na-na. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not joking. I love that so much. But now, like, I could see how it would be annoying to listen to this song. Yeah, I hate a little this. Bit. I actually hate, hate this Fucking, song. I hate it so much. I hated it when it came out. Like, I hated it. And I never... And it's not that I'm, like, better than it. I love a lot of pop music. It's just... It's such an awful fucking song. We actually did this song... Um, when I was away, and so Josiah literally did it alone, which gives a really dark episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's profoundly troubling because we'll talk about thirty-second songs for two and a half hours. Like, I'm not, I'm unfortunately not exaggerating. And so to have like only one of us tackle, you know, arguably the biggest song in the band's catalog was um, a, a very dark time for Josiah to sort of plumb the depths of a shitty song it's just like it's not it's not a spoof of the things that it thinks it's spoofing in the video it just is that thing it's just like mediocre pop music so yeah. but you're like but you're allowed to like it no i don't like it anymore <laughs> yeah, we I, both hate it i now. hate it <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. have great. you just That's have so you powerful. have you like grown to hate it did you like really like it at one point or has it always been kind of a shitty song in your mind i always fucking hated it <laughs> i just because it was like the end of this of an era for this band like it was part of what i hated about where they went on this record and and kind of led to a distance between me and blink 182 for some time uh, yeah, I think so too. This was sort of my like, okay, never mind, fuck these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're really cool. We're like, <laughs> yeah, we're just like thing. cool people. <laughs> you know what else is cool? What else is cool? Parties. Oh, that's a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing over here. Uh, the party song. The party. Song. I don't think I've ever rolled my eyes harder <laughs> ever. <laughs> It was just annoying to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Like the, it lyric, that well. the lyrics or the music? Yeah, no, the lyrics. The music was fine. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to the music. I'm realizing <laughs> I don't remember any of the music, but the lyrics really just annoyed me. Yeah, I didn't like. Oh, go ahead. I want to hear more about these lyrics. Like, I'm. Um, yeah. Well, it just specific. seemed kind of pretentious, I guess. I don't know. They're just talking down on everyone, especially women. It was just kind of annoying. It's like a frat bro party kind of song, right? Yeah, and, yes. you know, that's annoying. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. 
I think this was one that we both loved because of the music, but then when we took a second to read the lyrics, we're like, uh, never mind. The song's canceled. <laughs> yeah, I never liked the song, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was joking earlier when I said I liked it. <laughs> but always, then people I've got really mad. The there, was, there was a lot of backlash that we didn't like it, too, from really? dudes who were like, oh, it's not, uh, it's, they're not being mean to women. And I'm like, damn, I feel bad for your girlfriend. <laughs> if you think that. <laughs> Yeah, like, this is, again, I think, like, one of the issues, like, now with um, sort of going back and, and trying to have real conversations about all these songs is, like, stuff that was really, I think, unfortunately, too common back in the 90s. Like, this is just so emblematic of, of a certain type of, A, male point of view, and B, like, just in popular culture, like, the depiction of, like, this, like, the female character in this song versus, like, the female character in, like, a teen movie from the time. It's, like, sort of the same um, issues arise, and it's, it sucks to go back and be like, fuck, I hate how wrong this song is, because it's a sick punk song, but it's canceled, and I've always hated it. (laughs) Smart choice. (laughs) Yeah, when I was 13, I was like, uh, this is problematic. <laughs> I think if a 13-year-old said that to me about anything, I would be so pissed off. It's like, you're allowed to think it's problematic, but don't tell me it's problematic. Just don't say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't like when 13-year-olds talk at all. Right, that's, that's fair. the right answer. They've always got milk breath. and <laughs> Oh, fuck. I don't even want to think about that. Damn. Um, Mutt. I forgot this song. Yeah. I'm looking at the lyrics and I'm, I don't remember hearing it. I've completely forgotten it. The, the kind of the back half of the album is kind of just fading away from my mind as I'm yeah. talking. See, I, the, the thing is, like, this is where, as, you know, someone who wanted to like this album, this is where, like, there was stuff that I started to grab onto. Mm-hmm. Like, these two songs, I remember being like, these are good. Like, I still think Mutt is, like, a sick song. Yeah, I like Mutt, too. I think it is kind of, like... If you listen to it enough times, and also because we're from the era where you'd buy a CD and then you'd have to convince yourself it was good because you yeah. couldn't run it. So you're just like, I'm going to like this no matter what. And so I think if you listen to it enough times, then eventually it's sort of the pretentious take of like, oh, the good songs are actually buried at the end. You know, yeah. <laughs> kind of like the cool guy thing to say. But I like Mud too. Yeah, Although I, do I can't th- remember it right now. It's very similar to Dysentery Gary, I think. Yeah, I think I liked it for that reason. I, it's just not really in my head right now. I can't picture yeah. it. I know that I wrote down that every song on this album is a banger, and I loved yeah. all of it. But, <laughs> but now you like can't recall anymore? <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> oh, I, I will talk about the next two songs okay, a little more. Okay, I'll let though. you. You want to just do that then? If you're ready to I'm move ready. on? I'm ready. I've been Let's ready. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Clear. Okay, Wendy Clear. Wendy Wendy, oh, Wendy. Yeah, like from The oh, Shining. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy. This is an okay song that I liked a lot. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> no, um, he. Wow, so deep. I, I remember seeing Blink play this um, at the Molson Canadian Amphitheater in Toronto when I was in the ninth grade, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, Tom's guitar broke and he had to get another guitar from off stage and like nothing. And there was just no guitar wrong with his amp or whatever. Um, and it was, and they just kind of powered through it. And it was the first time I'd seen a band at that scale, like just totally shit the bed on something where just like nothing was working because, mm-hmm. you know, they up until recently have basically always been an actual trio. Like, and Josiah and I talk about this a lot, like, as compared to a band like Green Day that started touring with another guitar player and now has, like, many bands, just, like, a full band behind them as well to make things sound like proper-ass arena rock. Mm-hmm. Like, Blink, at the peak of their popularity, were just three guys playing actual instruments, and sometimes they would break. And I remember thinking, like, that was insanely fucking sick, and I always remember that when I think of the song. So, you, both of you guys have seen them live, right? Oh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a podcast them. about them. <laughs> sort of like a rule. I actually didn't see them live back then. I only saw them like in the 2000s. So I wish I could have seen them at the height of their like punk jump phase. But unfortunately, I missed it. But I also love Wendy Clear. I think I think Wendy Clear is also like a song that's just like a really good pop song. Yeah, I yeah, think I, it was really catchy and fun. I thought. Yeah, I think if like all the small things w- didn't take like pop punk and kind of define it that much i think this one would maybe be like the next one up 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Like if it got the popularity or whatever. But I yeah. really like the sound of it. And I think as far as like a, def- a uh, genre defining kind of song, this one might be a good one. Yeah? Yes. Very well <laughs> said. Maybe. <laughs> I like when he says nuclear device. Yeah. yeah in my mind, he's always saying nuclear, but I know he's not. But it's still, <laughs> I remember it that way. It's like Mandela effect. <laughs> Yeah, but this is just like a kind of a perfect Mark song. It's like a sick pop punk song. It's also like a song about an adult relationship, which um, I feel like Mark doesn't do a lot of writing about. Like he's always trying to do this, like going away to college, like tap into the mindset of the 20 year old kids who listen to this band. Mm -hmm. And this is like him in love with a woman who I mean, this, this is like a fairly known story. It's like the he was in love with some woman who was like a music industry person and they just couldn't be together. I don't know. She was the head of a rival label. I have no idea what the reason could have been. But, you know, Wendy Clear Channel, <laughs> scion of the Clear Channel fortune. Segway. 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 Um, anthem. This is the last song. This is the last song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really wrapped it up. Have you guys heard "Take Off Your Pants and Your Jacket" that album? No, but no. I've heard Anthem Part Two. And I love that shit. Right, because because this one an, this album ends with Anthem, and then the next album starts with Anthem Part Two, which is just already like these guys are so smart for a bunch of dumb guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was okay, but I think it's like my least favorite on the album. Interesting. Why? Really? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Why do I think you're wrong? <laughs> you're like, no, you're not wrong. There's no wrong answer. But what? Ha- why, what's the deal? Is it because he goes I time bomb? Um, <laughs> that's probably that part of it. That is something that you would hate. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something about the way that the way the vocal sounded. Something about that. Yeah. I remember it was hating awkward that. Sounding kind of. Yeah. And that's. Yeah, I had that noted. Yeah. And that will ruin a song for me. Yeah. I'm very picky. I just want to hear huh. part two. I feel like I should have listened to part two. Yeah, I think also because I had part two in my mind. I was like, is, is this going to sound like similar to part two? I love part two. Oh. And it, mm. it, yep. it, no it spoilers. was. No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's room for both anthems. I'm just going to say it. Wow. A brave take. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I love like how bombastic and like insanely like just reverb drenched Tom's vocals are in this. Like it sounds like he's singing in a stadium, which is very funny because they were not a stadium band when they were <laughs> recording this album. And also this song is like a skate punk song. It's not a stadium rock song. And so I kind of love that the sort of bombacity of the production of this album sort of, uh, you know, intersects with their like, uh, lasting kind of punk approach to songwriting in a very like interesting way, and the lyrics are just so dumb in this one. Yeah, <laughs> <Home> show. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember not liking the bomb. The part about the bomb. Yeah, I that's bomb. what they said. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. saying something else. I'm not gonna say what I thought you were saying because <laughs> that'll be embarrassing for me. <laughs> that's right. I didn't like that. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, that was the that album. That was the album. Um, so, so what's your final, like, what's the deal? You you guys like it. Yeah, yeah. I love this. You guys are Blink-182 fans. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. We're so connected now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would listen to it again. Yeah, I was thinking, like, are there albums out there that I would, like, listen to all the way through and not have to skip any songs? And I think this is probably one of them. Like, I could just listen to this. You wouldn't skip any of them? I mean, I don't have to. I mean, i perfectly fine with sitting right. through them. Because you just you know. listen to the music. Right, yeah. That <laughs> must be nice. It's so easy to have such a <laughs> tiny brain. You can't process <laughs> words and music at the same time. <laughs> well, okay. okay. I think we need to... Are you going to... What? Segway? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to... I wasn't going to. It's not your job anymore. I'm moving us on to the next segment of the show. I've already been fired. <laughs> right. So usually on the show, we do a segment about whether or not the movie passed the Bechdel test. Are you guys familiar with the Bechdel test? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Oh, thank God. I hate yeah, explaining it. I hate it. explaining it. <laughs> and um, so I don't think we can really do that for this album, but we will say... We're going to change it a little bit. Yeah. Um, wait, hold on. Let me do the theme first. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> the Bechdel test theme? Yeah, yeah he we, made it. We made a theme. Do you know that um, uh, uh, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot passes yeah. the Bechdel test? Does it? <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. Oh my God, Becky. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna call this? We're gonna call this um, Blinkdel test. Oh, that's thank good. you. I was just oh. thinking that. I'm so oh, glad wow. you went there. <laughs> thank you. A couple of geniuses in the room. <laughs> yeah. um, we were gonna see. What are we? What, how did we phrase we it? Gonna... Is this album nice to women? Yeah. I think, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I said. Yeah. And as the resident woman, yeah, what did I'm you pretty think? qualified to say no. As a as a man who would like to mansplain to you, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and say that I agree with you. Oh, um, good. We actually, w- I was looking for a high-res version of this artwork for something, for like a post or something, mm-hmm. and I stumbled across this website called truthaboutnursing.com, and we actually ended up interviewing these people for our Patreon. But there's these like people who research depictions of nurses in the media, and they talk about how like the sexy nurse trope has actually led to like sexual assault against nurses in the past because ah. it's such a long running trope that like oh nurses are just sex objects. So even the album cover is like very sketchy. Damn. Wow. So not only does it not pass the Blinkdale test, it's also propagating maybe sexual violence and towards assault. nurses. So maybe another. Buzz. Yeah, two buzzes seems appropriate. <laughs> it's good. Buzz the fuck in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's something that I know. Again, we've talked about this a lot before. There's a great uh, photo of Matt Skiba who replaced Tom um, wearing like a jacket. What is it? He's got a patch on the back, Josiah. What's the yeah, deal? Yeah, it? it's like a patch on the back of his jean jacket. Yeah, and it says, "This is what a feminist looks like." Um, and I believe Josiah posted it with like, you know, when you sing, I need a girl that I can train every night, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I think it's interesting because if you follow like Mark on Twitter, like he's very much like a hashtag resistance, like I'm with her type Twitter presence. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm sure like if you were to really hold his feet to the fire would be probably like grossed out by some of the things that they've said. Um, but it is sort of a, a part of their catalog and they don't. Like the Beastie Boys did a lot to kind of, um, uh, I think, distance themselves from a lot of the stuff that sucked on their early records. And Blink's like never done that though. Like they still go out and sing all those songs. So there's like yeah. a really interesting tension there, especially because I think there are a lot of people, especially of an older generation, where like this band was imprinted on them, and now they're older and it's like part of their nostalgia. And you go back and you're like, well, this is not this is not mesh with my politics. Um, and it's a I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult tension to resolve. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to do their work for them. They got to resolve it. So no solutions <laughs> offered here. Yeah, we're not <laughs> fixing any of that. Um, but yeah, we can... Do you want to say anything else about how this album is terrible to women, Olivia? Uh, no, I think they wrapped it up. Okay, great. Let's move on. <laughs> this one makes me happy. Me too. What did I say it reminded me of? Oh, what did you say? Uh, it goes like Pac-Man or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> this is um, a segment called Highs and Lows, where we talk about our high points and our low points of this album. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you like to do lows first, right? I do, yeah. I like to get them out of the way. It feels mean to like end on a low. Mm-hmm. It feels a little yeah. rude. And also, I don't want to end on a low, because I want to go forward with a positive mindset. Yeah, bad That's, news first. Yeah. Bad news first. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. Um my low um I don't know, probably the party song. Party song? Yeah. Because of the, because of the lyrical Yeah, content. just because of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um I think my low also has to do with lyrics, but it's much more picky and kind of stupid. It's uh, during Aliens Exist when Tom is like there's something in the back room and he's doing that thing you know i really hate it it's really very present on that song and i don't like it at all yeah (laughs) (laughs) and that's my low of the album (laughs) that's the worst part of the whole album (laughs) i'm gonna say uh misogyny aside that the real low is all the small things for me Mm. Uh, and the high is maybe everything else including the misogyny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you took my high I guess you find something else. yeah i think like all the small things just like is so bad i gotta i'm just gonna copy copy you maybe i gotta come up with something else um oh, fuck uh when tom's guitar broke when i saw them playing that, that was a low for me. 
<laughs> and my high is is dumbweed, like not lyrically, but just like that riff, like the way that that hits off yeah. the top. Um, it's just like is such a like for me like an iconic moment in pop punk and i've seen them do it live like when they came back for the first time with tom and did a reunion like i was like with my friends we we're like i wonder how they're going to open we we're like i bet i was like i bet they opened with dumpweed and they did and it was so sick <laughs> and for me that's just like this thing that like it just sets the tone for what's about to happen whether it's at a live show or on the record and like it just um gets my juices going yeah <laughs> yeah i really love that I, it's such a good choice for an opening song for an album and I will say that's my high also. Really? Hell yeah. Wow. Now I got to think of a high. Um, I don't know. I think, see, I'm just doing like my favorite song though. I don't what know. What about like, a like your moment. favorite part of your favorite song? Uh, or your favorite no. thing about it? No. Maybe. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. You don't have to. Uh, my favorite part was going away to college. I liked it. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's a high for me too. That song is so good. It. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> I was surprised you guys hated um, all the small yeah, things I'm so much. I'm so shocked that that's an Maybe it's our age or something. Mm-hmm. It's like no. a, to me, it's like a Barney the Dinosaur type song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's our age in the sense that like we are wise. Yeah, and so like we have taste. We've yeah. <laughs> you guys are too smart. <laughs> exactly. Like I could eat an olive. That's a sign of a refined palate. Uh, and I hate all the small things. <laughs> Olive small things. There you oh, go. Oh, that's good. Right. That was good. No. Thank you. And speaking of olives. You're never going to top that. What? Yeah, we can top it. Okay. And it's time for the final and best segment of the show that has no theme music because it makes what? us nervous. Well, well we had a... Okay, we I'll had it. Yeah, play go it. ahead. I'll play I, now it. I'm going to be nervous, though. Oh. It's okay. It's like, how do you have Bechtel Fest theme yeah. music and not we just have final... <laughs> So we just have that drum beat, and we're like, oh, it's oh, time for the kicker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the final segment of the show is the kicker. And, and this is where we kick you with good content. You being the audience. Oh, yeah, that was directed towards yeah. the listeners. Yeah. They love this. They just eat it up. <laughs> they do love this. And um, so usually we're like kind of, oh, what, what are we going to do? And then it's like <laughs> 10 minutes of that. And, uh, but today, Olivia had a great idea. Great. Do you want to explain the okay, idea? Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, on this album, there's a song, and it's called Adam's Song. Now, we're going to do a fun little hypothetical here. <laughs> Let's say there is a song, and it's titled After Your Name. What's it going to be about? Wow. Oh, wow. Think That's about it. intense. Yeah, it's super intense. I hope they're nervous. Are you guys nervous? I'm nervous. Good. Yeah. Dude, they're nervous. Yeah, they're nervous. <laughs> Quite concerned. <laughs> Do you guys have to do it too, or just yeah? Us? No, yes. we'll do it too. Should we do it to each okay. other? We, oh, we mentioned oh, that. Yeah. thing. Like when I when I can't decide what I want to order, I'm like I'll go last. So okay. Oh, yeah, you just let everyone go first. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do it for each other, or do you want me to do my own? Maybe we should pull them and see if that's okay. A bad would idea. you guys rather do it for each other or for yourself? Yeah, we'll let's do that. Let's do it for yeah. each other. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, That'll all right. be fun. Should you start? With I think me? you should start. Okay, I'll start with Michael's song. Okay. Oh, okay. It starts with a really sad, you know. Yeah, it's so sad. Um, what should it be about? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I know, like, basic aspects of your personality, um, but they all seem like I'm being mean to you. So <laughs> That's because yes, my personality is shitty. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It would be about um, trivia. Okay. Specifically geography. Wow. It's a riveting song. Is that all? Is that your main thing about me? No. I mean, there are like multiple parts to the song. Like, it's not just about trivia. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to throw in there, though. You like to drink 40s. Um, yeah, I guess so. I'm going to throw that in there. Um, apartment. Apartment. I live in an apartment. Okay. That's a, okay, so it's a sad song set in an apartment where just a guy drinking forties alone. <laughs> a guy drinking forties and looking at atlases by himself <laughs> in his apartment. Oh, that's Sounds so good. good. Yeah, I would watch that music video for sure. Uh, and you love The Wire. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I would definitely <laughs> mention The Wire. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, it's a pretty good song. Yeah, that's a chart top. It sounds like yeah. a banger right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's song I think the main theme of Olivia's song is about going to thrift stores and getting clothes that are like much too big but like 
but like on purpose, you know. Yeah, it's intentional. Yeah, and I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, then maybe there's a verse about mocha getting an ice mocha. <laughs> I think I've had that one time. Uh, well, what's your? You like coffee? Yeah, right? I like coffee. Just be very generic though, because I don't really know what kind of coffee I like. Okay, so there's a verse about coffee. There's a verse about wanting to go see modern baseball or something, like the band, no, not, not the sport. I would go see both. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's two <laughs> verses. And there's a verse about hating to drive. But when you do, you're really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that bad at driving. Okay. <laughs> oh, tell them about your uh, illegal-ass window tint on your car. Oh, that's so funny. okay, that's not even true. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> The car that I drive is, um, it has windows and they're very, very dark. And um, I had to take it to the dealership one time to get something fixed because there was like a recall out um, because it's a Ford and that happens a lot. Um, So I get there and the the dealership man was like, this is not good. These windows, (laughs) they're very, very dangerous. Like this is actually illegal for you to have like in your car. And he was like, they need to get taken out. And we were like, oh, so like, are you going to take them out for us? And he was like, no, like you just, you need to go have that done at some point. And I never did. Um, so a risk taker, I would put down on my resume. It's so scary to ride with you at night because you can't can't see anything. Usually if it's like warm and the weather permits, I'll roll down the windows at night. That way I can see, but it's been winter. So just kind of driving blind. It's kind of surreal riding with you. It's like, <laughs> what is going to happen? That's what I want. Today? I want so it to wait, feel like a bad dream. So wait, this is still a song that you're describing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That was a duet. It's like an That's opera. That was the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Uh, I'm going to well, say um, Sam's uh, oh. song yeah. is about riding in the backseat of his boss's fancy car, <laughs> eating caviar for lunch. It's like a rap, it's like a Diddy style <laughs> rap song. About, it's, it's called Sam's song, but, but the verse is actually, I'm Champagne Sammy. And that's pretty much the whole song. Wow. Um, and I think uh, Josiah's song is uh, sort of like in the same way that this album has Anthem and there's Anthem 2 on the next uh, uh, next. Uh, next album, this is kind of like Dysentery Gary Part 2, where uh, <laughs> Josiah's own um, sort of issues with control are explored uh, through a song that ultimately resolves with like uh, a sort of like a spiritual metaphor, like that it's a bit of a kind of like a praise <laughs> song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. Diary of um. Praise song. <laughs> Wow. They're all going to be uh, yeah. hits. <laughs> so we've got an EP now. Yeah. yeah. Four songs. Wow. Someone needs to get on that. <laughs> yeah, I think now that we've kind of bullied each other and brought each other down, I think we can get out of here, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you guys have lots of things yeah, to plug, Yeah, you guys plug right? your stuff. So we have a podcast where if, if you were like, I like that they talked about that song for a minute, but I wish it was 120 <laughs> to 180 minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's our podcast. So uh, it's called Blink 155. And uh, every episode is about an individual Blink song. We've had some great guests. Uh, it's uh, a, a painful, arduous journey um, that for some reason other people are taking with us. And it's... Uh, I don't know. If that sounds good to you, maybe it is. But every Friday. It comes out every Friday. Yeah. If it sounds like bad it to you, it, it is bad. You'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to plug your Twitter pages or anything? We're big Twitter people. Yeah, we always plug our Twitters. Well, Josiah's oh, sure. literally blowing up on Twitter right now. Yeah. Really? I, oh. I had a tweet go viral today. I'm, I'm watching people melt down in the comments. But I'm at <laughs> Josiah Hughes. So just at Josiah Hughes. And I am on Twitter.com. I am at Sam Sutherland, but my last name has no vowels in it. It's like S T A H R L and D. I don't know. That was a thing people were doing at the time, and so I did it. And you can find us at Show Us Later. You can find Olivia at Not Olivia Baker. And you can find Michael at Michael Baker 111. That's right. I forgot it for a second. I know. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for being on. This was yeah, fun. it was a real treat. Thank you. Thanks for so much us. fun, guys. Thank you so much for having us. It's no joke, especially because like we know we have people who like listen to our podcast who are like 
younger. And it's such so weird knowing that people came to this band at different times. It's always like very fascinating to get people's perspective on it. Uh, especially the like nineties ass misogyny and stuff, which yeah. is all yeah. quite fucked up. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love that. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. I, it was good. I enjoyed talking about it and who better to talk about it with than people who devote experts, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of hours to this band. <laughs> Please don't remind me. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get out of here then. All right. Awesome. Well, guys, have a great Sunday. Thank you so much for having yeah. us on. This was super- Oh, no. Oh, you He's cut gone. out for a sec. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was you, saying that, was really that he fun. loved us. I think he was saying that too. Yeah, um, yeah he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was expressing gratitude and affection. Oh, oh okay. Thanks. Uh, right back at you, Kyle. <laughs> All right. When does ya. this come out, guys? Oh, yeah. This oh, comes out sure, sure. March 8th. Whoa, so a long time from now. Well, yeah, be well. patient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, well, cause we, we're really behind. Well, No, we're on schedule, oh. but like we do Breaking Bad episodes because Olivia hasn't seen that. And then we do like a movie every four episodes. So oh, this will be I like see. the next movie segment. It'll come out then. Perfect. It is kind of basically a movie. It is. Yeah. It felt like a movie. It was just like a movie. Theater of the mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for, thanks coming. for coming. For yeah, sure. send us the link when it's up. We'll yeah, do. absolutely. All, All right, right, later. Peace out. Bye. Turn the lights on.